Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song. If you like to talk to tomatoes, yeah. if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. Have we got a show for you? Broccoli, celery, gotta be veggie tails. Llama beans, collard greens, peachy king, veggie tails. Cauliflower, sweet and sour, half an hour. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Where's Pod Where I'm Scared, a podcast where everyone loves their lips. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined uh, by Luke. You are. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so- had to take a second there to see, like, wait, Luke, yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, sorry we had to miss last week. I was moving, and I just couldn't really make time to record. Yeah, no, you were very tired. I was so tired. <laughs> Less tired now. Yes, but now you're in your brand new apartment. That's right. Uh, and it it's looking pretty good from what I've seen. You know, the, the barn doors and all that. I can't talk about the barn doors on every podcast I do. Oh, then we'll just leave it. <laughs> You have to listen to Talir Prize for that. I uh, recorded like four podcasts this week, and at least three of them, someone has prompted me to talk about the barn doors. I can't. Not again. Go listen to Totally Prize. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's going. It's. It's been a week, but I think it's been. You know, we've. It's still been good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Uh, I started to listen to a um, Apocrypals, which is a uh, another religious podcast. Yeah, how is that? It's good. It's um, yeah. I'm learning a bit. I, I did jump ahead to their Halloween episode to hear sure. all about chick tracks. Great, fantastic. Um, let me ask you this: how how much is it? Because I, I don't really know much. Uh, I, I listen to another podcast Chris Sims does. I don't know. I don't even know who his co host on Apocrypal Pals is. Mm-hmm. How is it in terms of like? Is it just a lot of oh, let's make fun of this weird religious bullshit, or is it more like I don't know, earnest? I don't know, like the tone it takes. Um, it's kind of a, a mix of, like, they straight up said, like, one of their catchphrases is, we don't want to be assholes. Sure, okay. And, so, like, they are actually doing, like, some serious investigating, like, to the different, like, translations and the different... Okay, alright. ...versions of the Bible, uh, and they have, like, their own specified, like, version of the Bible that they are, like, pulling from mainly, that they talk about. Mm. Um, but then there's also stuff that, the Bible is just kind of funny. Sure, absolutely. Listen, we're going to talk about some things in the Bible this time. Like, and, uh, you know, we've had this conversation on this show, like, it's it's a fun podcast, it's supposed to be a funny podcast, we're allowed to crack jokes. It's just the, the thing that always kind of made me a little gun-shy about trying that one was I didn't know how, like, mean-spirited it was, I guess. I, I don't think it's very mean-spirited, unless, okay. like, until they get go against people like the chick tracks that, like, are just outright and, bigoted. And those are people that it's okay to be being spirited towards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I might check that out then. Um, in, like, one of their first episodes, uh, they look at the Book of Acts. Uh-huh. And I, I posted one of the verses on my Twitter mm-hmm. of the, per- of, like, this, there's a big argument between, uh, I forgot, I think it's Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and him trying to, like, it's this whole big argument between him and some other people about yeah. whether Jesus is dead. And so, 
he goes before the Roman Senate because, like, no, I, I deserve a Roman judge. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Roman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they do it, and so this judge really has no idea about any of this Jesus business. Right. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't know, like, this one guy was saying, like, it's it was this argument about, like, their religions, which seemed kind of similar to me, but, like, this one guy was saying that this guy that, like, was dead wasn't dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I just like the idea of that, of, like, being someone who is in the time of, like, Jesus, but, like, t- so removed from it that they're like, wait, hold on, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we have our own podcast with Bible stuff. Yes, which we, is the one we're recording now. Right, right, yeah. Yes, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I, I remembered. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, we, we cover are covering the uh, fifth episode? Yes. Yes, of VeggieTales, which is Dave and the Giant Pickle. Dave and the Giant Pickle. Which, as you might uh, guess, is about David and Goliath. Yes. But it's also about superheroes. Yes, because really, isn't David the original superhero? Yep, yep. I guess, like, also Samson. A lot of people, I've seen people go like, you know who the original superhero is? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, turn your chair around backwards. Hey, we all had a lot of fun here, but you know the real superhero. And you know what? Giving Veggie Tales a little bit of credit, they don't do that kind of shit generally. No, no. Um, this one I feel like has a lot of similar problems to the the Rackshack and Benny episode, just in terms of like the whole. You know, it's it's very deep into the, like the Christian appropriation of Jewish stuff. Yes, and, like, this is one of those stories where it's like, oh, we're the person who's being, like, tamped down by, like, someone who's so big and strong. Right, yeah, but yeah. we're strong enough to, like, take them down. Right, and it's, uh, it's like Maxie was saying last time, you're kind of, it's not really a solvable problem because Christianity is kind of completely entangled with Judaism, like, one comes out of the other. So you really can't and shouldn't try to divorce them, but also, man, it's weird. It's all weird. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, it's weird in a way that I hadn't put a ton of thought into until it came time to sit down and do this podcast. I'm like, huh, (laughs) this is a weird thing that no one ever really talks about. Like, I've never had to listen to, like, a pastor talk about this. Huh. It just kind of assumed that, you know, like, no, it's fine. We believe in Jesus, and that means we just get all of the Jewish stories that are ours. And never mind the fact that, like, Christian societies have been horrifically anti-Semitic for centuries, you know? Yeah, it's it's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on there. And, but yeah, like, as an episode of VeggieTales? Yeah. I think this is pretty okay. I think it's fine. I, I, I kind of felt like this one was a little, like... You know, they they made another one of these, you know? It feels like yes. it's, it's settled into what it's going to be. And it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, they didn't come up with yet another way to frame the story differently, you know? Yeah. Although, mm, there was a big thing that happened in this one that we will have to talk about, I guess. <laughs> a okay, ma- yeah, a major part of the VeggieTales lore. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I guess let's jump on in to uh, a city skyline. Yes. <laughs> a dark and, and brooding city skyline, like out of Batman. But there's a different superhero on these streets. It's it's Larry Boy. It's Larry Boy. It's the introduction of Larry Boy. Yes. Who uh, is going to be getting a full-length short all about him in a couple episodes. But for now, he's just... Larry's just dressing up as a superhero. And he's... He's giving his best, like, superhero kind of speech, like, oh, I'll always defend the, the, the weak, and I'm, I'm a superhero because I got suction cups on my ears. Yeah, he's got uh, suction cup ears, and he, like, he's very adamant about their usefulness. Yeah, yeah, he goes and, like, jumps and just sticks one of them to a wall, and then just gets stuck there. Yes, and when Bob shows up, he's like, hey, what you, what you doing there? Like... Oh, I'm not Larry. I'm Larry Boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a good enough joke. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and they do that whole thing of like, you know, I don't know who you are, Bob, but please, uh, citizen. Yeah. Like, help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Bob kind of helps him down, and yeah, he's just... For a while, like, oh, no, I don't know any Larry. I'm Larry Boy. Come on. <laughs> uh, but eventually, Bob kind of gets him to open up, and Larry's depressed. Yes. Larry doesn't want to be himself anymore because he hates himself. Listen, Larry, I understand. I've been there. <laughs> so Larry has assumed the identity of a superhero because he wants to feel special and important. Yeah. And uh, Bob is just like, oh, oh, I understand. Well, what if I tell you a Bible story? And Larry's just like, oh, okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. sure. Yeah, they're, they're moving on in their quest to uh, find salvation. But, you know, Larry's faltering. Yes, he, he is looking to pop culture and superheroes to right. <laughs> find his salvation. Yeah, yeah, Bob needs to correct him. I'm sorry, every time I say one of their names, I'm just flashing back to something that a uh, uh, friend of the show, girlfriend of me, Chelsea, said in the Discord we have for this, which was just Robert the Tomato and Lawrence the Cucumber, and I can't stop <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> That's God. their names. That... that that is their names. <laughs> it's mm, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> uh, also, Larry Larry Boy gets one of his uh, suction cup ears stuck on Bob's nose. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's like this for a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> but Bob has a story about a kid named Dave. Dave had a lot of brothers. Dave has a lot of brothers. Now, I will say, the story of Dave and Goliath is from the book of First Samuel, which I have not had the time to read as much as I wanted to. Uh, so I'm, I'm not totally... I don't have as much commentary to offer on that front as normal. I will say, I believe before the David and Goliath story ever happens, David gets anointed as the next king of Israel already. <laughs> So he kind of, I mean, I don't know if, you know. Uh, is, this, is this a uh, a case of, like, oh, this person who had such huge success, like, such a little guy, and it, then, like. Not oh, really. He, yeah. Because this was definitely, like, 
Like, th- like he gets anointed, and then that this is basically the next thing that happens. Uh, basically, there was you know King Saul who shows up in this story. Uh, yeah. For a long time. Um, okay, I'm going to preface all of this with again saying I am not an expert in uh, like Jewish history or any of that. Um, so if I, again, as always, if I say something wrong or stupid, I apologize. Please send a correction to VeggieTakes at gmail.com. Um, but anyway, so for a long time, um, Israel did not have a king because their king was God. Yes. Uh, and the people really wanted a king. because all Basically because all the other nations have one. Why can't they have one? Yeah. Uh, that's literally like the plea in a lot of Samuel. Like, oh, give us a king like all the other nations have. And uh, there's a whole bit where God basically just tells them, hey, kings suck. Like, kings are going to make you... Like, a king will make you his servants and, like, conscript you into wars. And you'll have to tend his fields. Like, you don't... You're, if I give you a king, it, like sooner or later you're gonna start praying to like free you from the king, idiots. And they're like, no, we want a king. Like, all right, dipshits, fine, <laughs> dumbasses. Yeah, fucking god. All right. So they go out and they find Saul, who is, uh, or you know, they mention he's like very tall and very handsome, and they make him the king of Israel. And he basically just has a series of, like... Like, yeah, he's good-looking. We'll make him king. <laughs> basically. I mean, God chooses him, but yeah. Uh, he has a series of things... I mean, like, God shows him to make them so, so handsome. <laughs> right. Like, God gives him missions or assignments. And then uh, Saul does does it, like, 80% of the way that God told him to. And he's like, yeah. no, I, I did it. Like, he's like, all right, hey, you know what? This this group of people have, uh, you know, attacked us. Go and, like, slaughter all of them. He's like, well, I slaughtered most of them, and I captured their king alive and brought him back. Like, it's not like I let him go. It's like, okay, I was very clear in what I told you to do, and it wasn't this. Uh, so basically, God's like, all right, no, you know what, Saul? Don't like you. You're I, reg- <laughs> I regret making you king. Uh, so then that's when he turns to David, who is the, you know, like, like this story establishes in this opening scene, he's the youngest of, uh, Jesse's children, he's, uh, you know, nothing special about him, he's a, he's a humble shepherd, and God's like, alright, no, you, I like you, you're gonna be king yeah, now. Okay. Uh, and okay, then, so yeah. I, I thought that he was, like, a prince. No, no. Okay, this is more like holy ordained. Okay, I'm more fine with that than yeah. Yeah, like I, and again, I don't know how. I, I don't know like the thematic, I guess, significance of this story in Judaism. I feel like you know in Christianity, there's a lot of parallels drawn between David and Jesus, where it's like, oh, they're both, uh, you know, from humble beginnings. They're both from Bethlehem. Uh, you know, Jesus is supposed to be like a shepherd and David is literally a shepherd. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a lot of, you know, kind of a recurring theme in, uh, Christianity at the very least, um, is that God like has very little respect for human ideas of like power and hierarchy. And it's always like, yeah, no, I'll give you like a ruler or like an important person, 
but I'm going to choose from like the bottom of the ladder instead of someone from the top because I don't care about people that are rich or important to you. I like you know, and you just see that like pattern happen a lot in you know Bible stories. Um, yeah. So, so what you're saying is that God wants to empower the people at the bottom and not <laughs> rich people, right? God kind of hates hierarchical structures that people make and impose on each other. And, and uh, anytime he intervenes, it seems like he actively tries to subvert that tendency towards hierarchy that we have. Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the prosperity gospel is a bunch of heinous blasphemy. Yeah, almost. <laughs> uh, but anyway, in Veggie Tales, Dave has some brothers out in a field with some sheep. Yeah. And he's uh, he's the littlest guy. He's played by Junior Asparagus. Yeah. Everyone else is played by someone who is theoretically an adult. Right, it's it's the two gourds from Are You My Neighbor and it's uh the the Junior Grape from Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. Um and I've already alluded to the problem with this one, which is that they're in a field of sheep. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that uh, a water buffalo exists. Right. And here's, so here's the thing. This is a story that Bob is telling. Mm, okay. This is a story Bob is telling. So is, is this a production being put on by the Veggie Tales? Like, is this the Junior Asparagus actor playing the role of David? Or is this purely a visualization of a story Bob is telling to Larry? Because I guess uh, the framing implies it's just a story he's telling. Yes, like, the, the framing implies that it's just a story, like, Larry, Lawrence, sorry, is <laughs> lying down while right. Robert's telling him the story. Right. Lawrence has, like, a pillow he's laying on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so, so far they've actually stayed true to that one rule, animals only show up in imaginative spaces. All right. There's never been a literal animal depicted so far, only imaginary ones. Yes. Okay, okay. They're, we're going to catch them one of these days. Yeah, at this point they just, like, said, like, oh, like, the sheep, and they're like, oh, what the fuck is a sheep? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they have access to the Bible, clearly, so, you know, sheep come up in that. Yeah, like, the... the uh, Yeah, like, when they first heard the term shepherd, it, like, really fucked them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Paul Grape comes in It says that the Philistines are attacking uh-huh. Uh huh Uh And there is a long Joke about like Everyone misunderstanding him Because he's talking too fast Yeah which it wasn't hard to make out what he said No and then we have another Case of that where someone is subtitled That really doesn't need to be <laughs> Yeah yeah uh, yeah. They also have, like, a running joke about, like, their sheep are basically fainting goats. They just randomly fall over a lot and need help getting up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah, the Philistines are t- attacking, and then Larry goes, so what are the Philippines? And Bob's right. like, well, they're a small island, you know, uh, collection off the coast, but, like, you know, that's not important for this. Yeah. The Philistines are people who wanted to enslave Israel. Yeah. Which, yeah, they, uh, they are all 
throughout the the book of Samuel, there's an earlier story before any of this, which uh, <laughs> they steal the Ark of the Covenant from Israel. Oh, yeah, uh huh. And uh, they bring it to the temple of their god Dagon. And uh, when everyone wakes up in the morning, they find that the idol of Dagon has fallen over face down as though it is like bowing to the Ark of the Covenant. They're like, well, shit, the statue fell over. Let's fix that. And they pick it up and then like go to sleep again, get up. It's fallen over again. And like the hands have broken on it. They're like, all Mm -hmm. right, well, this seems like a problem. (laughs) Uh, And then there's this whole thing where everyone in the town is like, Growing tumors? Oh. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well, uh, Israel's God seems uh, bad. Let's get this Ark out of here. And they take it to a different uh, Philistine town. And then everyone there starts getting tumors. Mm. And they're like, okay, this is, this is a big problem. Maybe we should just give this thing back. I'm not, I'm not huge on this. <laughs> uh, so they contact Israel. They're like, "Hey, all right, you know what? We're we all have cancer now. How do you want this thing back? We don't like this." And uh, they're told, "All right, well, yeah, give us the ark back. Um, but you should also give us a gift, you know, to apologize to our Lord for stealing his ark." Like, okay, what gift does your God want? And they tell them to make golden, uh, like to to make golden tumors <laughs> as a gift to give them. <laughs> to show the up. Right? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> yeah, they have to carve tumors out of gold and give them to Israel uh, to have this, like, plague lifted off of them. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I guess they got over that and now they're attacking again. I feel like if that happened, I am not fucking with those people anymore. <laughs> I will yeah, p- no, never again. <laughs> I'll pick a different direction to try to expand into. Um, it's also weird, like, we talked about this with, like, the Samaritans. Uh-huh. But, like, it's weird that, like, again, like, another, like just a whole group of people. Yeah. Are, like, Philistines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, I was doing research on this because I didn't know the word Palestine is derived from the word Philistine, but it is not, like, it is ambiguous and pretty unlikely that, like, it's the same people. <laughs> it's just, but, like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know enough about, like, that. that's touching a lot of topics of, like, history and other cultures, like, that I don't know how to really get into and talk about intelligently. <laughs> I would need to do more than, like, an hour of Googling to have anything to say about it, I think. But, I don't know, it felt worth bringing up. But yeah, so the the Philistines are attacking. They all talk French for some reason. Yeah, well, they talk French. And it'd be, like, the French accents. Yeah, they all use goofy French accents. Well, and all they're all, one of them. Yeah, and they're all subtitled. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, and oh, they're very much the uh, the French guys from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Th- that's exactly what they are. Like, I thought I, you were about to say that they're my impression of a French person. Well, they're also <laughs> like, like, well, yeah. Like, I have not looked at the uh, commentary for this, but I'll bet you that Monty Python and the Holy Grail comes up. It doesn't. I just did a control F for it. 
<laughs> uh, I did find out that apparently the everyone wearing their shoes on their head from that episode a while a few while back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was a Brazil reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I looked up the commentary for Rack Shack and Benny. They did say the that factory was very inspired by Brazil, and I was also right that George is inspired by the Morgan Freeman character from Hudsucker Proxy. Yes. God. <laughs> what a weird show. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, oh, also, by the way, really wish I had looked that up for the Rack Shack and Benny episode, because uh, I do have a little bit here, real quick, the, yeah, then, them, them talking about Mr. Lunt and his voice. Uh, Phil Vischer says, now, Mr. Lunt, while we're here, we'll talk about Mr. Lunt, who was also created for this show. He was supposed to be um, kind of the archetypical... Archetypical quintessential uh, gangster sidekick. The guy who's always running around saying, imitating Lunt, Hey boss, hey boss, what do we do? Uh, to which uh, Naraki says, And your goal was to make him half Italian and half Hispanic, right? Fisher uh, says, Quasi, yeah, quasi-ethnic. I was trying to park him somewhere in between Italian and Hispanic, and he usually ends up going more Hispanic than Italian, but it's not my fault. But he was actually, the voicing of Mr. Lunt was inspired by the weasels in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So you can add that to the big wall chart of character inspirations. That's a funny scene where he says, I'm Benny Who, and then they just move on. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Listen, it, it, it does end up more of a Mexican character, but that's not my fault. <laughs> Listen, I was just doing, a, I was just imitating a racist accent from a different thing, so it's mm -hmm. fine. Wow. What an asshole. Yeah, it's just... What a fucker. Oh, that Rubik's Cube is turning. <laughs> You'll get there one day, Luke. Uh, anyway, I guess back to this episode... Yeah, and, like, I find that a lot of times when it's like, oh, we subtitled this person even though you can clearly understand them. Right. It's a lot more racist. Sure. So I'm surprised they did not go extremely racist with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, I, I think the only thing that kept that from it is that they wanted them to be the Monty Python. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, the the Israelite vegetables don't really seem to, you know, understand what the peas are saying or something. They're mostly just like, yeah. man, I'm like the two gourds are hungry because that's their thing. They kind of start yeah. saying the same lines from Are You My Neighbor until they get to the parts about like, oh, I'm so hungry I could eat a spaceship. Wait, what's a and spaceship? Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So clearly those are the same characters. They just lived in multiple lives. Right, right. Because, again, this is an incoherent godless universe just trying to understand our god. Yes. <laughs> uh, and eventually the, the Philistines are like, okay, well, these guys are idiots. Well, uh, yeah, and, like, they, they've said that their version of, the VeggieTales version of war is that you just all get in on a line and yell at each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, tell you what, why don't we save everyone a lot of time? You'll send out your champion, we'll send out our champion, and uh, they'll fight each other. And whoever wins gets to enslave the other side. 
And yeah, the the king is like cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, they seem like the Philistines are all peas, and they're like, well, they don't seem very big. So yeah, they said it's fine. This is basically the plot of Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, God. <laughs> but um, I like that they. I kind of wanted that, like, oh, you you need to bring in your best insulter, <laughs> yeah. our best insulter, and then they'll have a rap battle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that would have gone horribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, so then the peas call out Goliath, who, if you, like, are aware of culture, you might be, you might know that he's a big boy. Yeah, he, he he's a big old guy. Yeah, yeah. Which I just checked uh, in the Bible. He is six cubits, which uh, apparently is nine feet. So like a big man, but not like Godzilla big, like he is here. Yeah, they they are definitely making it more cartoonish because it is a cartoon. Which I feel like that's pretty common. You see a lot of yeah. depictions of Goliath where he's like a kaiju. Yes. As opposed to just like an extraordinarily large person. Just a, just a big old boy. <laughs> right. Like, no one has ever been nine feet tall in the history of the world, but, like, that's not that much taller than the tallest person to ever live, you know? Yeah. Like, do you think David was like, no, listen, that dude was, like, nine feet tall I took down? <laughs> well, sure, yeah. I mean, so the this book of the Bible is part of, like, a uh, part of, like, Jewish history. I, I think it's Deuteronomical. I'm getting that wrong for sure. Along with, like, uh, Joshua and some other books that are just, like, here's the early history of, like, the Kingdom of Israel or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, again, corrections to veggietakes at gmail.com. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, but in doing that, like, you're always going to have exaggerations and stuff, you know. I am Goliath, assuming Goliath was a real person who existed, probably a real big man. Yeah, I, I, I am picturing, like, some of the bigger wrestler people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, like he is, you know, un- somewhat a normal size. But like, if you were a small, like a, a normal sized dude and went up against him, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, and isn't it? I want to say it's the case that like people used to be shorter on average because just like yes, they didn't have as good of a as good of diets. Yeah, like that's why when you go to like a lot of like old buildings, yeah, they're like you have to. The ceilings are lower because right, right. They didn't have to worry about that as much. Yeah, so I mean, if if you have that kind of situation, and then you have someone who's like six foot six, they're gonna seem like they may as well be nine feet tall, you know? Yeah. Anyway, everyone back there was manlets, and <laughs> <laughs> yep, mm-hmm, <laughs> great, and uh. Goliath was the one true Chad. He was the only Chad there was. <laughs> but you know what? This is the story sometimes the virgin beats the Chad. Yeah. We're like super going to hell, right? Like, Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luke, that I've dragged you into this. Yeah. I mean, I'm frankly pretty dicey on whether or not hell exists, so I think it's okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. There's, yeah, we, we can get into that another day. The The basis for believing in that in hell is dicey. All right. It's iffy. 
I, 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 I read about that, like that, like, oh, actually, there's not actually a lot of this in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like, and and a lot of times when it does come up, it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put Satan in hell. Yeah, it seems like more like the real bad people, <laughs> like right, like, yeah, yeah, like the fallen angels. <laughs> Fallen Angels, I you know, I think there might be some references where you could take it as, like, I think it came up last time, uh, in the last episode, like, with the sheep and the goats, like, the people that hoard money and don't help the poor and defenseless. Yeah. Like like you said, Satan. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, they all run and hide from Goliath, and, uh, yeah. That's where, like, our first act break happens. Yeah, yeah. And we get our silly song with Larry. We, yep, mm hmm. I, I feel like this is one we've been kind of dreading the whole time. Yeah, like, and it's really for one specific part. It's just for one line that's like, Ugh. yeah. Like, mm, comedy. <laughs> but yeah, this one's called I Love My Lips. And uh, it's this whole thing where uh, Archibald is giving Larry uh, psychotherapy. Yes. He's on, like, a, a full-on, like, Freud-style couch. Uh, presumably because Archibald, being their boss, does not give them good enough health insurance to get proper mental health care. Uh, and we know Larry's suffering from depression this episode. But, you know, in lieu of, like, giving him health insurance, Archibald's just like, listen, I've got a couch, I've got a clipboard, I can do this. <laughs> now, we are seeing the, the, the kind of fakey sets, but, like, is right. that just part of uh, the overarching, like... Like, that's just what their, like, houses look like on these. Oh, boy, I don't know. That's true. Uh, and here's going to be something that really fucks you up. Yeah, what? Uh, behind Archibald, there is a framed photo of the two cities. Wait, what? Of the two cities from... Wait, what? Yes, there <laughs> from is... The, from the... Oh, my God, the, the Good Samaritan story? Yeah. But that was a fictional place. Well, <laughs> it wasn't a real space. How does he have a photograph of it? You're seeing it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a black and white photograph of a place that doesn't exist. Well, ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> the Rubik's cube has op- has been solved and opened to reveal another Rubik's cube. <laughs> the Rubik's cube is open and it's solved to be like, yeah, he's kind of a racist. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, one thing I did, I looked into, because the new VeggieTales show has started. Yeah. Um, when I looked around, it was I was having a hard time finding a full episode, like a full video of the episode. Um, I guess, uh, like, the viewers of the Trinity Broadcast Network are too big of fucking narcs to just, like, pirate that <laughs> shit. Yeah. But I did find a trailer for it, and my impression is that they have actually tried to fix that framing problem and turn it into kind of the Muppet show where it's like, oh, here's a theater where we're going to put on like plays of Bible stories, but then also there's going to be stories happening backstage. I, yeah, I think that's a smart way to go with that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's more coherent at the very least. Um, and so, while in therapy, Larry is just talking about how he loves his lips. Yeah, and he's yeah he's just talking about like oh if my lips ever ran away I'd hate it I'd call my dad like, yeah like the whole thing is like I'd be real sad I'd be like you know like yeah, yeah. I'd call my dad and like 
just all leading up to like just where he says all of those like back to back to back. Yeah, and it's just like slowly getting faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the one that we referred to earlier was there is a a part where uh, he talks about kissing his aunt. Is it his aunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he uh, says that like oh, she had a beard. It felt real weird. Right. Yeah. Which, Which I yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like it was an easier uh-huh. joke to make at in like the nineties. Yeah, uh, I, I will say we forgot to mention it. This joke has actually come up already. Oh, had it. And are you my neighbor? Their big musical number at the end has another line about like, "Hey, does Aunt whoever have a beard?" That's odd. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought Which, I mentioned that. Maybe you didn't. I, I blanked out on it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, for some reason they keep hitting on, oh, your aunt with a beard. Yeah, they just think it's hilarious. <laughs> Which I assume, well, I, I don't know. My guess is it is uh, not intended to be like, oh, my my trans aunt so much as like, oh, my aunt who like hasn't plucked her face enough. As, but like, that yeah. still sucks. <laughs> And it is still, yeah, something that, like, is all about, like, how women should appear and all right, of that. yeah, yeah. And it's still, like, even if it's not intentionally transphobic, it's still, you know, implicitly transphobic. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a bad joke. That, yeah, that they continue to go to. Yeah, and I suspect Phil Vischer would, uh, really roll his eyes at us for saying so. Oh, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's too much to say about I Love My Lips other than that. Um, yeah, at the end he goes like the full-on Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a point where he is looking at all these ink blots and he's like lip, 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 lip. Right, uh, right. He does think every picture is that of a lip. Yes. Uh, and there is like a really, like, detailed, like, human drawing. Yeah. Wait, is there? Yeah, there is. It's oh. very quick, but it there is a detailed... I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, listen. <laughs> sometimes sometimes they throw you a curveball. Yeah. God, what? All right, well... Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that one. I guess let's just move on. <laughs> but um apparently the um I'm trying to find it, sorry. No, go I'll for cut it. all this out. Um Originally it was a like character of like a I think Donny Osmond. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh that eventually like it got changed to, they just put the head of one of the creators on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. What? I, uh, Ashley. Yeah. That's that's so much more detailed than I was imagining. Oh, yes, it's extremely detailed. It's like the kind of caricature portrait you get at like the at an amusement park. It'd be like the ones that they hang on the wall of, like, celebrities yeah. that are supposed to be have been there. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? 
Yes. Uh, they, yeah. So well, yeah, we have the version that is has Robert El, uh, Elsa's head. Uh huh. Oh no, it was it was Sonny Bono. Bono. Okay. Originally. Okay. Um. Mike stated that he originally wanted the image to be Newt Gingrich. What? But changed it as Phil thought people on the Republican side would think of it as an insult, while people on the Democrats, Democratic side would think it's an endorsement. Yeah. Notice that they did not say where they stand yep. on this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Yes, but it is, like, a very detailed... <laughs> yeah. It is, it's weird. That's a weird one. Uh, so, yes, they are, like... Uh, there's not really a lot to... I love my lips. He just loves no. his lips. He loves his lips. Um... He dislikes women that don't conform to his beauty standards. Yes, and he <laughs> he feels a deep uh, paranoia that one day his lips will leave him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Back in the story, uh, Dave shows up at the uh, Israelite camp and has delivered pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Just pizzas like in yeah. cardboard boxes with like <laughs> lying on them. In cardboard boxes in one of those like warmer cases they have yeah it's pretty funny yeah uh and yeah everyone's hiding because they don't want goliath to see them i will say goliath does not have a french accent no they did they are kind of doing like a middle eastern accent for goliath yeah they really just can't uh, help themselves with that huh no like they've already <laughs> mostly divorced this from being like like the philistines don't have that accent why doesn't goliath just talk french yeah. Um, and as, like, we're coming back to, like, the uh, Robert Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, we see that, you know, Bob's telling him the story, and they're like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, but like, Larry's like, oh, but he's too small. <laughs> he's Wait. a small guy. Oh, no. I just, I didn't even consider something that happens in this scene. Yeah. Oh, no. Luke, do you want to say it? Larry has a bowl of popcorn. Yes. And here's the thing. It's yes. not <laughs> It's not like a bowl of popcorn that's like scaled relative to like like if he the ear of corn that this came from would be as big as him if not bigger. It might even have been sentient. That's what I'm saying. If it was small popcorn, I could buy your theory that, oh, they just share a common ancestor with the food they eat. But this is big popcorn. This is cannibalism. He's doing cannibalism. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he's just eating a... He's eating somebody. <laughs> I really want to see the VeggieTales version of Hannibal, where it's like... <laughs> You're seeing it right now! Yeah. God. He's and just like, munching a human being. Yeah. And Bob's like, well, you got a little bit on you there. No wonder God forsook their dimension. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Bob, I don't care how many times you tell the story of David and Goliath, that's not going to make up for the fact that your friend is a cannibal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I don't... Mm, okay. All right. Okay. I don't... Okay. 
<sighs> where were we in the story? <laughs> well, we were at the part where they were did cannibalism, and we were discussing yeah. the racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Goliath is like, uh, I guess none of you guys want to come out and fight me. But Dave's, Dave's like, yo, uh, I'll fight this dude. Yeah. And uh, the king's like, oh, I think you're too small for that. And then Dave sings a song. Right. They, like, mm. they kind of like make a joke uh, where Saul is like, oh, are you sure you don't want to just like play a song in the harp for me? Because in the Bible, that's like how they first meet, is that like, uh-huh. after, after God decides that Saul sucks... It says, like, the spirit of God leaves him, and it said he's tormented by a spirit sent by God. He's like, oh, man, this is miserable. Can anyone help? And the servant's like, I don't know. I've heard this David kid's pretty good on the harp. He knew a secret chord, Ashley. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the fun facts section of this song, uh-huh. uh, the song, the line, couldn't you just play your harp and I'll throw things at you, is a reference to King Saul trying to kill David by throwing a spear. Oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he sings this whole song. This is, they're a little lazier on the songs this time. Yeah. Lazy is maybe the wrong word, but there, there are fewer musical numbers in this episode than normal. Yes, apparently the genre is traditional pop for this. Okay. <laughs> Good, I don't know, great I news. don't know why, but, like, some of them seem like, uh, like, I can't put my finger on it, but, like, the, there's a Disney song this sounds like, or, like. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's basically saying what we learned in the first episode, which is that God is bigger than the boogeyman, and God's bigger than David. Yeah, everyone... Or, but God, and Goliath. Yeah, everyone keeps saying, like, oh, Goliath's too big. Uh, and, and, like, Bob is like, oh, they've forgotten that God's even bigger. Like, they need to remember the first episode of Veggie Tales. Yeah. Uh, still hate that. <laughs> Listen, if... You know, just know that God's there for you, and... Yeah, uh-huh. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, they actually said that don't say that at the end, but in like a... We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the king is like, okay, put on my armor, put on like my thing, here's a sword, it's super cool. Right. And we see like behind the curtain after he, uh, Judas Berghus, Dave, has all put it all on. And he basically just looks like a bullet. Yeah. With like a sword somewhat coming out and he's like... <laughs> nah, I think I'm just gonna do this my own way. <laughs> I feel like I'm skimming through the, the Bible version of David and Goliath, and, like, this is, uh, David is talking to some other men about, like, oh, basically the king has put a bounty on Goliath, like, oh, anyone who can kill him, uh, will, will get all of these, like, riches, and will get the king's daughter in marriage, and all this stuff, and it says, when, uh, Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men. He burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. And David just like, well, No, I brought you food. <laughs> All right, asshole. <laughs> Great. Uh, but yeah. I do like yeah with the with the king's armor. Junior Asparagus is just a bullet. Yeah. Uh. But uh, yeah, so he he, he says, all right, none, none of this is gonna work. This stuff's too heavy for me. I can't uh, I can't use any of this. I'm just a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so instead, he goes down to the river and he gets five smooth stones. Do do we actually see that in this? I think I may have. 
looked away. Uh, that definitely gets narrated. I don't know if he literally goes to the river. Okay, yeah, like, I was wondering if they animated water. Oh, wait, yeah. they kind of do. Yeah, they do. I will say, uh, there's still, like, some, some graphical glitches in this episode and stuff. Uh, especially, like, when they zoom in on eyes, they don't quite have eyelids figured out. Yeah. But, um... The uh, there's a scene where King Saul spit takes. It's a pretty good spit take. Yeah, like for the CGI they're doing in what era they're doing. It's yeah, like yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. They did pretty well. Yeah, and yeah, no, they they do animate the stream that he gets the stones out of. Yeah, and everyone is like, you know, like they're like, okay, we found our champion, and Dave walks out. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> But he's a little guy. He's a little guy. And uh they don't they don't know about uh Rey Mysterio, the smallest big man. Uh <laughs> the biggest small man in the wrestling business. Great. The giant great. slayer. Listen, I'm just saying that if uh Rey Mysterio was there, he would just do a six one nine and would dial it up Cole and then he would do the splash and then he'd win. <laughs> <laughs> uh Goliath says to David uh, a line from the Bible. He says, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And uh, David just like, I don't know what that means. That's complicated Bible talk. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they, so they're going to fight. They're going to they're gonna mix it up. And uh, like Goliath has boxing gloves. What that he just kind of floats in front of him. Yeah, it's, he's got the Rayman uh, condition. And again, it's it's a real strong bad situation. How does he have boxing gloves without arms? How does he type with boxing? I don't know. I I don't have it. <laughs> it's first. Thank you. Uh, I but yeah, he, like they they have decided that the way they're going to go with this is like boxer. Yeah. Uh, because he has like a. What it definitely looks like, you know, is fake boxing trunks, right? Even with like the little logo on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like a robe on most for most of this. Well, which yeah, like but like the robe can look like a traditional kind of like old old world, right? Uh, clothing, but like it, they turn it into a joke of yeah, it was a robe like a boxer wears. Right, right. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. How how come Goliath has like. Hair. He's got these little tufts that, of hair I, I sticking was, out of him I was all looking over. at that. That, yeah, that... Pickles don't really have that. Yeah. Don't, don't totally understand that one. I, I'm like, I'm like, wondering, is it racist or is it just, like, weird design? Yeah, it can be both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. It could be both. And I, I don't know if it is both, but it could be. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh... Junior takes off his little hat, which I know has an actual better name, but I don't know it, so yeah, I, <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to move on. And he reveals that he's got a sling on his head. Yeah. He just fucking whips his hair back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone... he doesn't have the tele, you know, telekinesis necessary to wear boxing gloves. So instead he yeah. just uses his head to uh, swing the sling around. Yeah, and so he uh, hypnotizes everyone. Yeah. Uh, and just fucking sends this stone uh, Goliath word and knocks him out in one hit. 
Yeah, uh, reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. Damn, that <laughs> fucking sucks. Definitely just straight murders him in the Bible. Uh, it ends up landing on one of his... Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. Damn. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, the stone lands on, like, one of the, like, kind of warts of the pickle. Yeah. And I thought they were going to do a joke where, like, it got, like, bigger. Oh, sure, yeah. But it, it really doesn't. Nah. Um, but the peas are like, well, shit. David took the Philistine's head and brought it to Jerusalem. He put the Philistine's weapon in his own tent. What did he do? Why did he just... Okay. <laughs> it doesn't say what he does with the head. He just brings it to Jerusalem. Yeah, just... Uh, and all, Anyway, the Israelites are very happy. Yeah. Uh, there's a joke where they all throw their hats up in the air, and one is a graduation cap. Uh-huh. And... Philistines are like, let's get out of here. Let's. <laughs> I know we said that we'd be their slaves, but uh, hmm. that doesn't seem so hot. Yeah. Yeah. And so they and, uh, all yeah. uh, praise Dave, and Dave rides off into the sunset on his uh, sheep, which, right as it irises out, it fates. Yep. Yep, and falls over. And uh, Larry is cured of his depression because he learned about David and Goliath. Yeah, he learned he learned self esteem. Uh huh. He learned that even little guys can do big things. Uh, and they go. They have a whole bit where like Bob whispers, like it's time to talk about what we learned today. Uh, what because, do you What do you say, Luke? Because he doesn't want to trigger the song. Uh, and then Larry yells it out to, to purposely trigger the song, and Bob yes. is just defeated. Yeah, I, I do like that. That like Larry actually likes the song, and Bob hates it. Like, yeah, uh huh. I think Larry like, also hated it at first, but he's come around on it. He's like, this what he says is catchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, his they, book. <laughs> they get uh, a verse from the Book of Matthew: "With God, all things are possible." Again, doing that weird thing of, like, I, I mean, it's a Christian show, despite the fact that it talks about Jesus zero times. But, you know, it's, it's again, let's tell this story about, like, Israel, and yeah. then, like, say that the moral of the story was a book from the New Testament, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. And then they do, like, a weird, th- like, a weird thing where it's like, well, like, Larry's like, well, I want to be a chicken. Yeah, can God Which, make me a chicken if all things are possible? And Bob's like, "What? No, that's not what it means." Uh, but also, Luke, that implies that Larry knows what a chicken is. That doesn't. Well, I mean, yeah, they clearly know what animals are. Like Bob knew what sheep were to describe this story. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Bob explains, "No, no, no. All that means is that if God wants you to do something, you're capable of doing it." And it's a mm. weird. Mm. It's like a, it's like halfway between. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bob is like, doesn't that make you feel special to know that uh, if as long as you fulfill your role uh, as like God's servant, you can succeed? Doesn't that make you feel special and important? And Blair's like, yeah, it does. But like, the thing that they, they don't uh, touch on is that yeah. God has abandoned all of them so they can accomplish well, nothing. Yeah, that's true. I was going for it more like. 
they're touching on like some weird questions of like free will in a way that are like oh yeah so much bigger than what this show can tackle Oh, and, 100%. And they're presenting it just so flatly and, like, as though it's self-evidently a good thing. Like, listen, I'm not even, like, I, I'm i not even, like, putting forth really a strong position on this. I'm just saying that, like, it's a complicated subject of, like, and it's something people have a lot of discussion and arguments about, about, like, oh, well, how can you say that, like, God gave people people free will, but also God has a plan and, like, God knows the future. Like, those are mutually exclusive, aren't they? And I'm like, man, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, But this is... It's just so weird. Like, no, no, no. We're all just pawns in God's grand scheme. Isn't that great to hear? Yeah, as that, like, you know, God probably has something good cooked up for us, and so... (laughs) Yeah, you know, God wanted David to triumph, and so he did. God wanted Goliath to die at David's hand, so he he was capable of doing that. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's just they they opened they opened Pandora's box and then they like just kind of smiled and waved at the camera while all the evil fl- flew out of it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> without addressing it in any way. Uh yeah, it's just fucking a lot. Yeah. Um but, so, like, as they're going, like, Larry's like, well, can I still be Larry Boy? And he's like, well, yeah, of course you can. It's just as long as you like being Larry, because Larry's special, too. And, that like, that's like, actually good. Yeah, I, I actually did appreciate that. It's like, no, it's like you having your, like, fantasies and, like, liking to, like, make up characters. Like, that's not you being, like, a, that's not you being bad. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you should also like, just, like, actually love yourself. Uh-huh. I think, and because, like, people like you. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, listen, God made you special. I don't really think that was the moral of the story they told, but uh, it's a good moral. Yeah, that they kind of, they somehow land on it at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is, I just, I just, sorry, I went down on this YouTube video, like, this, like, the, like, onto the comments. Uh-huh. And it... There's just a crazy one from uh, Nicholas Pretzel three months ago. The DVD quality of the Lyric Studio FBI warning looks amazing. <laughs> oh, great. Like, I guess, yeah, that makes sense Like that there would be, like, people who are super into... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am so worried about what's going to happen when I can't find these on YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that might happen at some point. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Definitely, definitely. Um, but uh, Larry dresses back up as Larry Boy and then decides that he's going to rush the camera and get stuck on it. Yeah. Which, so that proves, like, you know, like the, we kind of have gotten it, but, like, it right. does prove that there is a camera there that they are talking to. That is true. But it also does show, because he falls off of the camera at the end, and he falls, like, he's jumped off of the counter, and he falls all the way down onto the ground. Mm, yeah <laughs> so the cam like and, and actually we saw a reverse shot of the counter last episode that showed like the kitchen floor like this is not a set yeah it's this not. is just a kitchen counter yeah <laughs> which mm, raises so many questions along with that fucking popcorn man yeah how did popcorn actually popcorn yeah it's Do not you think even that- like a it's not even a humane way to kill a person 
Like, no! It's such a violent form of murder. Yeah! I mean, any murder here would be unacceptable, but, I mean, uh, it's grisly. Do you, think, do you think that the humans that operate this kitchen just made the popcorn and left it out, and Larry does not know? Oh, wow. But, I mean, it's called popcorn. I mean, like, maybe he doesn't know what the name of it is. They don't say the name Popcorn. Yeah, I guess that's true. But no, but the, the, the story from Are You My Neighbor had popcorn in it where they talk about popcorn. Okay, you're right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can, <sighs> yeah, they, 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 can, they should be able to recognize it. Which, yeah, in, in that episode I talked about, like, that popcorn ball is some dead space shit. It's a giant ball of exploded corpses. And now in this, in this he's just casually eating a bowl of exploded corpse. Like, just imagine if... Your body was heated up until each organ exploded, and then someone just ate the remnants of it. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's... <sighs> it's like you said, some Dead Space shit. Um, yeah. But that's the end of the episode. We do have some questions. All right, fantastic. Uh, from at Maxi Satan. Uh, she asks, if both Molly and Luke were pocket, actually pocket-sized, do you think they could take you in a fight? Hmm. I mean, I do have brittle bones. You do? I mean, frankly, I don't know if Molly would need my help. Yeah, I think Molly herself could take me in a fight. Yeah, Actual yeah. size Molly could take me in a fight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, from Lady K. Hirsch, as, uh, was Goliath always a pickle since birth, or... Did he start out as a cucumber who went through the pickling process, uh, which I can only assume would be extremely dramatic for a sentient being to go through? Could Larry become a pickle if he wanted? Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't totally know. Huh. Like, maybe that was his, like, tough training that got him so be- beefy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like the equivalent of, like... Uh, like meditating under a waterfall. He meditated under a waterfall of vinegar. Yes, like <laughs> and brine. <laughs> you were involved in the brine. I was born in it, <laughs> molded by it. <laughs> uh, what from a tabletop gamer, kind of touching on some stuff we talked about. How do you feel the actual implication of the framing of this scene with Goliath being one a completely different type of vegetable uh, than the rest of the scenes, and two dressed yeah. as a boxer? Yeah, yeah. Not I mean, great. It's weird because like the the Israelite vegetables are like all different vegetables. There's some peas. There's some gourds. There's asparagus. There's grapes. And then the Philistines are all one kind of vegetable, except for Goliath. Yeah. And I don't... And like, I think... Yeah. I, I think what is actually going on there is they wanted everything else to be very small, so that the joke of David being very... Or, uh, Goliath being very big is funny. I think that's part of it. I think another part of it is they didn't want to design 80 characters. Also that, like, th- that a pea is a very easy thing to animate and design. Right, and they can make all the peas look identical. Yes. Um, the dress is a boxer element... I don't know, like, the thing I think a lot of the times is I don't think that they are, like, I think they are racist. Yeah. But I think a lot of times it's just through sheer, like, not thinking about bullshit. Yeah, it's it's an oblivious kind of racism. I, I think there is some actual racism in there. 
Yeah, no, totally. But it's not like, like I think if you asked Phil Fisher, uh, and he wasn't like even if he was in a situation where like he wouldn't be worried about his reputation or whatever, I don't think he would say like, "Oh yeah, I don't like people that aren't white." I think he's just a white person living in a racist society and has not really interrogated a lot of assumptions that like that arise out of that, you know? Yeah, and seems to uh, come from a very conservative kind of style. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Thought that, like, you know, maybe not maybe not as conservative as some other right uh, people in this space. Yeah, well, like, the impression I got is that probably relative to a lot of the people he talks to, he's pretty moderate. Yes, it's just relative to the greater world. He's not. Yes. Um. From At That Fire Princess, are there any memorable David versus Goliath-type uh, matchups mm. in media that are super memorable to you, other than uh, Gargoyle's Goliath and uh, <laughs> David Santos? <laughs> Great. Uh, do you have one? Uh, all of mine are wrestling. I mean, that's fair. Go, uh, go for it. Like, you know, I, I said the Rey Mysterio one. That's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I think, like, another one would be, like, the DOI versus uh, Authors of Pain. That was a very good one. Like, but that's, like, mm-hmm. two guys, but there's two big guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess, like, the first season of Gurren Lagann's got some cool fights in it. Yeah. At the very least. It's got, got a lot of rotten shit in there, but the fights are cool. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I can think of. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's such a, like, ubiquitous yeah. story trope that, like, it is almost, like, hard to think of it as a David and Goliath story. Right, well, yeah, and, uh, like, what's the difference between a David and Goliath story and an underdog story, you know? Or is there yeah. a difference? Yes. Um, I, like, the only reason why I really think about it with the wrestling is because the commentary always calls it a David and Goliath story. That's fair, yeah. Which is, like, just something that's also in sports a lot, where it's, like, if it's an underdog story, they'll call it a David and Goliath story. Yeah. Um, from at Figuring Now, she asks, uh, what weird biblical shit do you wish became as widespread and culturally built in as David vs. Goliath? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I think this is more of a, a you question then. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to to, to think that through. Um, hmm. Because there's a lot of... I mean, part of it is that, like, I am not an expert on mo- the more obscure parts of the Bible. So I don't necessarily, yeah. like, I can't pull, say, a story about uh, the Philistines having to forge tumors out of gold to appease God. Uh, just out of the air. Because uh, you you have, like, those bits that are, you know, things like the she-bears that get called down to slaughter the kids for mocking, um, I forget what prophet it is, uh, Elijah, maybe? You know, that kind of thing where, like, oh, this is such a weird, funny part of the Bible that people should talk about more. Uh, but I'm trying to think of, like, any actual, like, interesting bits that would be like, oh, yeah, people should talk about this more. And I feel like a lot of it is less like, oh, this part no one talks about, and more, people should talk about this part but are dumb, like, not be dumb about it. Yeah, you know, I, I think yeah. what the, uh, this question is more framed around is, like, a story trope that, like... Yeah, yeah. I, uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I wish. Yeah. I wish more stories ended with whatever like powerful asshole like just had to run off into the woods for like five years. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Do the Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, yeah, becomes a wild man story. Um, I was gonna say like, there's a lot of stories that are based on like, uh, like Christ figures, but mm-hmm. what is usually meant by that is like, oh, that just means that they're gonna die but come back to life and win. Yeah, and like, that, they're going yeah. to sacrifice them some way for the greater whole, but also come back and win. Right, and it, ah, there's a way that that trope has been used that, like, does not feel especially Christ-like to me, and it sometimes feels like, it, it almost feels more, I'm trying to think of the right word, like, it's very much, you know that, like, picture that gets passed around of, like, oh, Jesus, like, a super buff Jesus on the cross, like, ripping the cross apart yeah. while he's on it? It feels like more that. And I don't like Jesus like, as a yeah. superhero almost. Jesus is a superhero. Like more like it'd be cool to see more stories that find ways to like incorporate actual Christ figures where it's like, oh yeah, they win not through dominating you, but by like making the ways in which you are dominant like meaningless, you know? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, th- and that's that's a tougher and squirrelier thing, so I get why it doesn't come up as much as you know, Neo gets shot, but then he pulls the bullet out of himself or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from uh, Patrick Yote, uh, question, what type of vegetable would you least like to fight? <sighs> I think like a gourd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can't. Can we go into fruits? I feel like a pineapple mm. would be a rough one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some kind of like cabbage, maybe. A lot of layers to that one. Like, a lot of layers, yeah. <laughs> they got they got a lot of like protection. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then from at Heaven Chai, Goliath and Philistine have become common adjectives. David Israelite, however, have not. Who's the real hero now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they have negative connotations. Yeah. I mean, hey. like Goliath, I feel like is. Take it or leave it, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, from at Chum Percival, so, like, this is a... It's just a story about technology overcoming brute force, right? A rock hitting the head at fastball speed is deadly no matter how big you are. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. I feel like the the divine intervention is supposed to be in, like, the precision of the strike. Mm-hmm. You know, and the... Yeah. I want to say, and again, I did not finish reading this book, uh, but I want to say that actually the Philistines are portrayed as, like, kind of more technologically advanced. Like, they had developed, like, iron or something like that, or better iron, maybe. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's got Uh, a rock, and he's going to use it. Yeah, that's it for questions. Uh, I do have some emails to veggietakes at gmail.com real quick. Okay. Uh, neither of these are anything too revelatory or anything. I'm not going to read these names because I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> our first one, uh, they say, uh, please tell me where I can find your outro song. Uh, uh yeah, Ashley. Outro song is from the VeggieTale Veggie Rocks album. Uh-huh. Which <laughs> is on think, Spotify. Which is on Spotify. I believe it is the first song on the record. <laughs> Great. And they attached an image with. Uh, I'm just gonna read this. I don't. I don't know what this is. All right. Uh, 
it says it's just text and it just says spooky series spooky scary seraphim with eight whole wings of gold thousand eyes stare into you and measure up your soul spooky scary seraphim with words that break your ears asshole this is not the way to assuage my fears i'm so sorry seraphim i know i'm full of sin please see fit to spare my life return me to my kin spooky scary seraphim i'll cease to give you lip sure i guess i'm going on a bethlehem road trip i don't know what this is I don't know either. I feel like I just got activated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Google the phrase spooky, scary seraphim and see what comes up real quick. All right. Scary. Oh, there's a song called spooky, scary skeleton. So maybe it's like a, a twist on that. Well, spooky, scary, scary skeletons is mostly just uh-huh. the phrase spook, spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I'm not immediately finding useful, <laughs> useful uh, information here. Then someone else, um, in reference to the last episode, uh, the subject line here is just the bunny, the bunny. They've sent us a link to the Babylon Bee and a story about archaeologists unearth giant chocolate bunny in ruins of ancient Babylon. So if yeah. you don't, uh, if you don't know. The Babylon Bee is a right-wing Christian attempt to uh, ape the onion. Yes. And they write, you know, fake news stories that are supposed to be funny. Um, Weirdly, they frequently just come off as uh, mean-spirited. Yeah. Weird weird how that works. Um, Weirdly, their jokes just involve bigotry? Yeah, yeah. Uh... This one doesn't have bigotry in it. It's just a joke about they found, like, basically a bunny from, you know, Mr. Nezzer's Chocolate Factory and ruins a Babylon. Yeah. Uh, which means they go to the VeggieTales well more than I thought they would because we also talked about a Babylon Bee VeggieTales story last week. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah. Sir? But- yeah. It was that Bob is is proud to announce that he's a veggie tail that identifies a, a, a fruit that identifies as a vegetable. It's just right, sucks. right, and also speculation that Larry does too, because you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I I don't I don't think the person emailing this in was maybe I, I don't know if they're aware of the Babylon Bee being shit or if they just saw the story and thought it was funny. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but they, they do go on to say, uh, yeah, too bad this wasn't written in time for your Chocolate Factory episode, but I thought you might get a kick out of it. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. As a non-binary person raised as an evangelical pastor's kid, VeggieTales was a huge portion of my childhood, and it's really great to hear such nuanced and critical and also amazingly funny discussion from it from a variety of perspectives. So thank you. That's very nice. Yeah, thank you. That's very nice. Also, maybe don't go to the Babylon Bee. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you do regularly or not. I have no idea. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so that's, I guess, for, for all of our questions. Uh, Luke, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find a whole bunch of other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, including Teenagers of Attitude, which is this, but for Power Rangers. Uh, totally Reprise, which I do with you and our friend Molly about Totally yeah. Spies, which will be ending soon. Uh-huh. Uh, and Let's Place, which is a podcast where we rank every video game ever made. Right now, we are doing 
a thing where we're, you know, the end of the 20 teens is coming up. So to celebrate, we're doing episodes uh, ranking the best games of every decade. We uh, just recorded the episode for best game of the 70s. I don't know if that'll be out by the time you're hearing this or not. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be going through that. Game of the 80s, game of the 90s, etc. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, you should follow Audio Entropy on Twitter. Their pinned tweet has a link to our Discord, which is mainly where I go to get guests. So yeah, we check that out. We go to collect cattle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the slaughter of... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Ashley? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at... Uh, Patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor, which is where I do all, put all my stuff up early. Yeah. Yeah. You should give Ashley some money. Yeah, please. Thank you. Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think that's basically it. Um, well, until next time, remember that God made you and uh, very special, and he loves you. Yeah, and so do we. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.